Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the MLS Fantasy Insider Podcast, our review of round 30 and preview of round 31. Tonight's episode is brought to you by the always enthusiastic community of r slash fantasy MLS and tissues providing aid to all of the Benny captains since uh, last Wednesday. Uh, but also just on a more serious note, just want to say that our thoughts and prayers do go out to Chad Marshall. Uh, I don't know if anybody has, has noticed he did have a, a bad accident during training today, had to be stretchered out. Uh, so some issues maybe with spinal or head. It looks like he's okay, but still, uh, definitely thinking about him tonight, hoping everything's okay in Seattle. But on a more positive note, I'd like to welcome my co-hosts, some some excellent fantasy minds that everybody is is familiar with, uh, our ever faithful guru of recording, Simon. What up? And the recently returning globe trotter, Jason, aka Hello. Antioch. Hello, friends. <laughs> Hello. I, I forget that that we have two Jasons, and so I can't just say that once without really having a qualifier. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of. I guess I'm Jay, and the other one's Jason. Either way, dude. I don't know. I, I yeah, I do that when they're when you're both here. It's, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of weird. Did you send yeah. a picture of you on an elephant, or was it was that on Twitter? Yeah, you were on an uh, elephant. Well, yeah, Sick. well, I actually have a picture. I took a I took the most epic selfie ever with a tiger, and then why I haven't I seen wrote, that. Yeah, and then I rode an elephant through the jungle of Thailand. It was pretty epic, dude. That's great. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> well, did you have any time to keep up with MLS while you were there? Yeah, actually, it was funny. So uh, it was so it was exactly thirteen hour difference from Salt Lake. Um, so, but I was I guess thirteen hours ahead. So I was just peeking in the chat rooms and just trying to catch up on Reddit whenever I could, just to see what was going on. And the great thing was, is the two weeks I was gone, I moved up in ranks and I green air, <laughs> green arrows on everything. So I was pretty stoked on that. That's good. So no, no surprise results for you whenever you came back into town. Yeah, no, nothing really. I mean, yeah, except for Piatti. That's really the only thing. Uh, of course, of course. So, uh, well, you know, because MLS. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to apologize right now too if I'm a little bit slow to respond at times. I have the Open Cup final game on my other monitor, so I'm trying to multitask right here, right now. Uh, so let's just go ahead and talk about it since we mentioned the teams. How did your guys' teams do this this past round thirty? Well, I guess I'll lead off because I think I had my best week of the entire year. I ended up at round racked up. round rank 29 with 115 points. Nice. Uh, with no hits. So it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Failhaber and Burling were my bad players. I should have had more, except I thought that, like, I don't know. I don't know. It was just that that part was bad, but the rest was really great. So I have no complaints. That's crazy that you were 115 points in round rank, what, 26? 29, yeah. 29. I had 106 points, and I was round rank 168. Nice. So <laughs> that's, that's, that just shows the level of competition. But, uh, yeah, I was pretty stoked. I mean, you know, everyone – I mean, I picked up Davis on a whim. He got me 16 points, which was great. Uh, obviously, captaining Drogba was the best idea ever, and if you didn't, shame on you. Um, but uh, Igbo and BWP just – crap the bed unfortunately so uh yeah i can i fall i fell right in the middle of you two guys i had 111 points i did take a minus eight though uh for for tweaking some things especially with some of those last minute lineup things that popped out uh, i ended up at rank 72 overall so i also enjoyed a lot of green arrows I went with the drug but captain 
so that that turned out very well. I did not have the uh, disappointment of a Benny Failhaber captain. Uh, Benny and uh, Chris Tierney were my two lowest scoring people with uh, Malia coming up there right, right around there. I was pretty disappointed with the Sporting Kansas City showing in general. And again, pretty shocked with the New York City FC performance. I, I actually, I guess I would be pretty shocked about both New York teams' performances with Orlando just smashing the Red Bulls. Five, five goals. Um, that's crazy. But big congrats to Laren for getting getting those great numbers this season so far. What's your guys' uh, overall rank? I'm at one fourteen uh, now. I went up like sixty ranks. Nice. Yeah, you're, you're, I'm at ninety two. Oh, you're back, one ahead of me. Back in the top Boom! 100. I'm 93. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> it's it's tough down here in the in the the cutoff right between the top 100, but it, it's yeah. good. I think I believe Travis is uh, the top scorer from everyone who frequents the MLS FI hosts seat. Um, he's in the top 40, I believe. Nice. But yeah, Travis is is rocking it pretty well. And uh, we'll get into more about our head-to-head league coming up. Any, any? I guess you weren't here last week, Jason, so you can't really do much. Any picks that you'd like to uh, call back and, and apologize for, Simon, or anything you'd like to point out that you did particularly well with? Uh, Captain Drogba, got Brad Davis. No, oh, a calm. I think I don't know if that was Skyler's pick to get a calm, but whoever made that pick, I think it might have been his. I picked up a calm. He was pretty good. Uh, forward wise, I don't think it was like great. Like there were better options, but it was better than keeping Wando. The only bad thing was Failhaber, um, which guy saw coming. So I think we got to give props right. props to that for him. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't he was, apologize. He was one of those guys though. I brought in at the last minute. I did not have Benny on my team, uh, but I had Piotti, and then then that happened. Um, oh, so, I see. I had to make that trade, and I, I just rolled the dice with Benny, and he got that yellow card, so so no bueno, Benny. Yeah, everyone and I tell you what, I don't, I don't know who's watching the Open Cup right now or if you guys are, but he is not even involved in the game, it seems like. Oh, really? Uh, it's, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. He's not really been a huge factor, so. He's been getting uh, cold. He's After the All-Star break, he just cooled off. And we'll see. We have some questions about that coming up, but uh, we're going to gonna get to that in a few minutes. Uh, I guess – any of your punts work out, Jason? I know you really weren't here, so yeah, I didn't have any punts when I was gone. I mean, I know that I know I wrote on Twitter or well, on Twitter and on uh, Reddit, you know, dare to Drogba. I mean, it wasn't really a dare to Drogba, but it was kind of like you should probably captain Drogba. Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, but like I said before, that was a consensus pick, uh, and I, I lucked out because when Piotti actually got when he didn't play, Angelino came in. And it gave me he gave me an assist, an attacking bonus, and a defending bonus. So that actually boosted me up quite a bit. But I think that a good one of my good sneak picks was, was getting Brad Davis, which I think was a, I think a couple of you guys got him as well. Yeah, that was a nice pickup. He did very well. Well, moving on, we're gonna do uh, some housekeeping. Had a a nice update today for from MLS with the. Uh, Suspension warnings and, and card accumulations. I picked out some of the highlight ones. Such nice time that we have to breathe without a double game week coming up. So that's the first thing I want to point out. Uh, this is not a double game week. We have we have time to wait to look at the trades and, and see how the Open Cup turns out. Uh, games start Friday, October 2nd at 7 o'clock. And I do also want to say that with the 
the weather that's coming in over here on the East Coast. There is some rumor that the DC New York game could get postponed. So keep an eye on that. If if that happens, most likely they're going to be moved to the next round when we have all the buys. So we'll, we'll get that pretty quick. That would make it a, a double game week, I believe, for New York. Uh, I don't know if that would push back the time that teams lock. I don't think it would. So I would still plan on getting your team set by 7 p.m. on October 2nd. So get that get that taken care of. Yeah, I heard that the, the it would be a double game week on game week 32, and they're dubbing it the Hurra game. The Hurra game, if it happens. So we're, if it we're happens. Still, yeah. still waiting to see. Keep an eye on that. Not, not a huge, huge... Uh, Wait, why would it be a double game week on 32? Neither of those teams play in 32. Or it would be a game. I'm sorry, it would just be a oh, game. It would just game 32. be a game. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, New York New York Red Bulls play in 32. Yeah, but they don't play. That's not the game. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I did misspeak that. Yeah, it's, it's New York City FC. My fault. Yeah, My fault. NYCFC and uh, yeah. yeah. So both New York teams would play. No double yeah. game week. But yes, that could get exactly. postponed. So just keep an eye out for that. Uh, the other thing that we'll get to is a few of the bad boys that are right there <laughs> that are suspended. We've got Matt Miazga. I think that's the biggest hit for a lot of people. He is out two weeks. He's going to miss the 10-3 game and the 10-7 game. So we'll uh, talk about some replacements for him later on. And then MPG, he's back. He was on a yellow card, takes his shirt off, goes crazy. Gets stupid. So stupid. stupid. I, yes, I think that's one of the stupidest cards ever. Can, can and it was against RSL. Stupid. Best goal <laughs> celebration since Chad Barrett pulls his hamstring celebrating. God. That's true. That's, that's we had good. some good celebrations this year. Uh, but so he will miss the 10-3 game. So if uh, you would try to pick up on some of his re- returning form, then keep an eye on him. Then people who are on a warning, uh, we got Kai Kamara, Saman, Kaka, and Gio. All those guys are are one yellow away, and I don't think there's any time enough time left for them to be able to get their nice little uh, good boy bonus to, to get out of jail free card there. So keep an eye on that. They could be missing a game, which could be huge since we only have a few weeks left. You could be missing a big guy right there. Especially with the wild cards coming up too, that could be exactly that, that, that could that could make or break teams. <sighs> Man, any other important notices you guys want to point out? Uh, Javier Morales, I he pulled, he had a pulled hip flexor. I know a lot of people have been potentially looking to bring him in as well. I would personally steer clear of it, considering Arcel has you know they play this week and then they play then they have a bye. I could honestly see them resting him. Um, for this week and then having the additional week of rest to have him fully fit for the rest of the season. I know it's pretty much RSL needs to win out to make playoffs, but and with Luis Gill gone, I don't really know what other options they have, but um, I would just steer clear of that or at least monitor Chris Kimrani's status on Twitter. Excellent. Excellent updates. So now we're going to move on to our questions. Don't have too many tonight, so we'll get to the the picks pretty soon. But the first question comes from Swagby6, who wants to know, who's hotter garbage, Davis or Laren? The way my funds work out, I can play a 3-5-2 with Davis or a 3-4-3 with Laren while bringing in Valeri. So also, guys, I want you to comment on uh, those formations when you're answering this question. Yeah, so I personally like the 3-4-3 formation um, just with the offensive firepower with the forwards. Um, I don't know what other forwards you have, but I'm bringing Valeria. I, I said it on Sunday, and it was in my punts on Monday as well. Uh, I think Valeri is an integral part of Portland's attack, and, I mean, he is the maestro that pulls all the strings. 
Um, Laren, I think, is a fantastic choice, especially with Orlando coming on. I think a lot of people are going to be chasing those hat trick points that he got last week. Um, I'm personally going to get rid of Davis just because he is not guaranteed 90 minutes. I know we played 90 minutes last week, but if you look at the last 10 game weeks, it's been very inconsistent between 63 minutes, 70 minutes, 73 minutes, 78 minutes, 85 minutes. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Laren and Valeri. I think it's a better choice. Yeah, I guess I'll say the same thing. I think Laren and Valeri is a better choice. Um, what is it? If you have Laren, that's the three four three. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the three four three. Uh, I don't really think the formations matter too much at this point. You're just looking at a bunch of players that all produce about the same in terms of midfielders and forwards. So I don't know. I don't think that really matters at all, to be honest. Um, plus, at this point, you're just looking at it for one week because there's a free wild card next week. Exactly. And just matchup wise, I would take. Um, Laren at home against Orlando and Valeri at home against Kansas City, who, uh, Reed, are they still tied right now? They are still tied 1-1. And it's like 85 minutes. 85 minutes. So, okay. So maybe Kansas City plays 120 tonight and then they're exhausted and they fly to Portland. That's all the way across the coast to play. I don't know. That seems like a pretty good matchup for Valeri. So versus yep. Davis and, and who's, both teams are playing their A game so it's these are not scrubs that are playing. Yeah, exactly. So and then you got Davis is away at FC Dallas so I don't know, matchup wise I think I like Laren and uh Valeri more and I, I think the formation is a total wash especially since it's just a one week thing because you've got a wild card next week. So basically you're just picking players for this week. And Davis played over 160 minutes, 150 minutes, so he's and he's, what, 32, 33 years old, so I don't think he's yeah. going to be going the entire 90 anyway. So Yeah, exactly. Davis yeah, Davis and Laren. Faux show. Valerian Laren? Yeah. Valerian. Sorry. Yes. Valerian, yes. Ooh, I guess good. I, fall somewhere, I fall somewhere in between with this question because I'm not huge on either player for this round. You guys have already touched on definitely why, why Davis is a question. I, I don't care much for Orlando's schedule. With their last three games, uh, Montreal's been on a nice little run. They haven't given up too many games when they're at home. They're, they're averaging about one goal a game right now for conceding when they're at home. Um, and then Orlando, when they're on the road, they're, they, they're in the top four for team scoring there. I just I just don't know if we're going to see another hat trick from Laren this time. So they're, I mean- they're not my favorite. Uh, I'm also leaning more towards the 3-5-2 instead of having the three. So I like the Valeri pick. So if getting Laren helps you get Valeri, then I'd be in, in favor of that. But I, I I'm leaning more towards a three, five, two to stack that up. You could drop Davis this round. See if you get in Valeri. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not huge on either Davis or Laren. Mostly for their teams with those schedules they have coming up again, though, it's just the one who's, week who's hotter garbage. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I have to go with Davis being hotter garbage. Cause I just, I just, can't give that title to a rookie who's just like broken a scoring record so um sorry travis again though i would just a quick rebuttal say that it's just one we pick so i think that if we're, if we're looking at schedules down the road what's the point because you got a wild card for free so you're just picking for one week so but true and i don't like this one week so yeah i mean that's fair for too. One, for either yeah, one that's fair 
I like Orlando at home to Montreal. I think Montreal's still a good defense, and I'm going to be playing uh, Bush. But at the same time, I I think Orlando is still going to put points up on the board, and I think Laren, especially with Laren and Kaká clicking so well, I think that I think that Davis is hot garbage. You know, I think I had to step back because I got their their games mixed up completely as to who was at home. And and on the road. Uh, so give me just a quick second here for um, Montreal conceding when they're away. They're in the bottom third and Orlando scoring when they're at home is also in the bottom third. So I, I'm oh. going to go with my same mm. statement there, uh, even though I did completely mix them up when I was when I was doing some research beforehand. I looked at I looked at the wrong numbers for who was home and who was away. But uh, I, I still I still don't know how that's going to turn out for them. The battle so I'm sticking of with it. Bad I don't like off, either one of them. Bad offense against bad defense. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it makes sense. So moving on to our next question. It comes from Midnight Sun and Leader, and he says, Will Drogba travel to Orlando after his double game week? Any other Montreal players to keep an eye on or who might sit? So that's this game that's coming up, the double game week that just happened, where he got Three goals total. So, uh, you know, I can see it both ways. I, I don't know for sure how they're going to treat Drogba. We did see him sit during during one game. I haven't seen any rumors so far about him. The only thing that they have working against him, which might make me think he's going to sit, is their double game week are both away. Uh, so I could easily see him resting, traveling down to to Orlando and not playing. Uh, I think, I think he's definitely someone you could safely consider transferring this round. And as far as yeah. any other players, uh, I know Piotti was concerned last week. Some people are, are a little bit questionable if he's going to be coming back in this week. Um, Toya, maybe one he's, he's one that has set before during some double games. So he, he may miss out either this game or, or one of the double games next time. So uh, that's another one I'd be keeping an eye on. Yeah, and like for me, I think that Drogba will, will travel to Orlando because if you look at the standings right now, Montreal is 29 games played with 42 points. Orlando is 31 games played with 38 points. Montreal in sixth place, Orlando in seventh place. So this is a battle for the bubble to get into MLS playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think Montreal is going to put everything they can the last games, and that's why they've been resting Drogba so much. I mean – if you look at the the games that, that Drogba's played this year and the goals he's scored for as many games, there's no way you can keep that on the bench. I mean, Drogba's played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games, and he scored three, and he scored six goals. That's an, and that's insane. Well, I mean, I know he's older, but he's he's their life, their lifeline, and especially with Piotti potentially being out, there's no way that they sit Drogba. He's in my opinion. They did sit him once before. Yeah, but that was that was in the very beginning of the season. Uh, they have to win to, to stay in playoffs. I, and paying that much money, you don't sit a star like that, in, in my opinion. Uh, but like you said before, watch out for Piotti. I don't even know if he's going to be playing with his father's illness. And then, as you alluded to earlier, Simon with the card warning. Um, that's something to be also uh, keep, keep a watchful eye on. Yeah, I think Jason said it pretty well, but uh, he's definitely going to travel and play at Orlando. Like, it's insane if he wouldn't. Orlando is the next team behind them. If they beat Orlando, it's over. 
Exactly. Like, they're not going to rest him at Orlando. They might rest him in the next game week is what I'd say, um, if anything. This is, like, this is a pretty important game for them, though, because if they lose, then all of a sudden Orlando is one point behind them. So, But I I think we're overlooking, or you guys are overlooking, that they have one to two games in hand over most teams. So they could afford to rest Drogba one game, and they're still going to be a game up on, like, Orlando has three games left in their season. Montreal has five games left in their season. Right. So they have more chances. So would you rather have have Drogba play at less than 100% for five more games, or would you rather sit him one and get some some higher fitness out of him? Because well, they he... did mention, the commentators did mention that he looked like he was sluggish at the end of that second game last week. Yeah, but if you're but if you look though, the last five games of the season, there's only one Western Conference opponent. Four out of the five are Eastern Conference, and that's massive to the standings. So I don't, I can't, I can maybe I would see him sitting for Colorado the second game. Yeah, that's exactly but, what I was gonna say. Yeah, but I mean, even at that point, I don't. I mean, he's he's arguably in the best form uh, in any player in MLS right now. So you're saying flies down to Orlando, comes back for New York, sits Colorado, and, and rocks the last two. Potentially. Yeah, that I mean, seems I mean, like the most and, likely. And that's, that's worst-case scenario. I don't know. I, I think you could transfer him out, though, regardless, is the funny thing. Like, I don't necessarily know that a road – like, if you have a free transfer, I don't necessarily know that Montreal on the road is, like, a great offensive proposition to begin with. That's kind of the thing for me. Like, I think he'll definitely play – um, but I don't know if you've got an extra free transfer, there's got to be better strikers. You got a wild card so you can bring him back next week anyway, if you want. I don't know. Very so, true. well, true. he, he, he did score three goals across the country against LA. So what? wait, Oh, I'm sorry. That's a lie. I just, nah, they, the that was the one he didn't I, score. I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Ha ha. I suck. My bad. Just kidding. He's all at home. He sucks away. He hasn't scored. It's a goal okay. you're, you're, you're dealing with, you're dealing with jet lag. It's okay. My brain's mush. <laughs> so our next question comes from Mike that Tiger, and he wants to know. He says he know I know that uh, some of the panelists are pretty aggressive when it comes to taking hits. Uh, I think he's talking about you, Simon. Um, <laughs> is is anyone taking any hits this week? Uh, I'm not taking hits this week. I didn't take any last week. Um, I think I'm aggressive with taking hits when it lets you line up your team well for the future. I get pretty conservative with it when there's wild cards coming up because my whole thing is like if you're going to take a hit, you have to make those four points pay off somehow. And with only one round until a wild card, you're basically either if you take a hit, you're either giving away a free clean sheet or giving away most of a goal. So for me, I love my team this week. The only people that are coming out are Failhaber and um, one defender. I haven't decided who that's going to be quite yet. But... (laughs) My my defense is garbage right now, so yeah. Nice. Uh, I, I guess I have to kind of um, like not really answer this question because I haven't decided on my my transfers this week. I'm not planning on on taking any hits. I, I'm pretty happy with the budget defense that I have. I'm pretty happy with the forward combination that I have. So I think I'll be able to make a forward change and a midfielder change, and uh, and be happy if I did anything. It, it would be a minus four, and it, and it might be to, to replace two midfielders and, and a forward, if, if I did anything. Um, but I don't I don't know. Uh, the reason I just think Simon's the more aggressive is he is very, very pro. Get your team like you want. Have fun. And, and I totally embrace that, especially here at the end of the season. 
depends on what you're going for, but uh, it's not really a plan for my me right now. Yeah, and for me, I mean, I've I've two different options. One leaves me with taking out either Davis or Piotti in the midfield, and then taking out Igbo at forward and bringing either Kamara and you know potentially a Legit or getting Martins, Valeri and Legit with the negative four and taking out Davis Piotti and Igbo that to me sounds a lot better, but to Simon's point, there's a wild card next week. And if somebody scores a two, that's an automatic, you know, negative two or yeah, I've, I've lost two points in that. So it's, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I think the only, the only way to get it would be to maybe get like a Martins or a Valeri or, you know, one of those high profile players, like even, even a Kamara potentially, but it just, it's tough to justify that with a wild card next week. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's the the big key there is normally when you're taking a hit, it's either to bring in a double game week guy or to set your team up next week to better take advantage of a double game week or to have to make fewer trades then. So with, with two wild cards, let's not forget that it's, it's really hard to justify that minus four, unless you've just got some, uh, some interesting matchup in a head to head that you want to take advantage of, or you just have some sort of feeling that someone's going to go crazy. And I will also say now that it looks like we're going to 120 with this open cup. So mm, filling in sporting Kansas city players, not looking so hot. Valeri captain. What? Uh, so now we're going to move on to our focus discussion question. And this also comes from Mike that tiger. He had a two part question. I liked, uh, he's saying, looking at the schedules, I don't see many mismatches this week other than possibly Toronto versus a post-Open Cup Philadelphia. Uh, are there any matches that we consider are great for generating points? Uh, along with that, Mike, I would say this SKC in Portland, especially with this now going into 120, um, I think I was originally captain or planning on captaining Valeri anyway. Um, and I think that Portland has a great shot at beating SKC at home. Um, I honestly really don't like many of the matchups this week. I can also see potentially Columbus scoring a lot of points at home. Um, so the, I think those would be really the only three that would uh, that intrigue me. Um, yeah, I would say Columbus is on the road. Just, yeah. Um... I was going to say the Red Bulls because they're at home against Columbus, and Columbus's defense kind of sucks. So but that, that, that's what I meant. I just meant that game in general. Oh, that I game in general. Yeah, there could yeah. be a lot of goals in that. Because what is Miazga's out? So, yep. Zubar in defense. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have to agree. This is uh, it's actually kind of nice, I think, to see around that's so well balanced i think we're going to have some some pretty good games this this week leading into this big uh, crazy uh, double gaming that we have and leading into the cup so uh, going by the the elo chart that i have for for the power rankings and everything i have uh, dallas and houston as the best chance for for some points just with dallas having a, a big advantage over houston a few of their players have kind of caught some people's eye this latter half of the season. That's a game that I think has some promise. Dallas Houston, New York and Columbus is right on its heels as the top two games that I think. And then a couple of other ones, DC over New York city, uh, DC has, I don't know. They've been spiraling down definitely in form. That's, that's something that can't be argued, but um, they have a pretty decent 
performance record at home. New York City, even though they picked it up some in this last half, their defense is still a bit questionable in my mind. And then I'm also definitely going to say Toronto and Philly with with this game going to 120. It's definitely something I think is going to wear on them. Let me ask you guys this. I was I was reading the rundown a little bit earlier, but um, it's it's not part of the rundown. But if you could if you could have top three forwards, you know, one through three, who for just this game week, game week 31, who would your three forwards be? Ooh, that's a good question. So this is this is price not being an issue at all, correct? Yeah, price not being an issue, and and like like one through you know one through three in that order. Like, what would you guys pick? I'll go Bradley Wright Phillips, uh, Josie Altidore, Obafemi Martins. Ooh, Josie sleeper pick. Yeah, against Philly, man. Tired Philly team. Josie wants to turn it on before Mexico. I can feel it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the guy Sanchez card and just say that's a waste right there for for the Josie <laughs> pick. Um, I I would go Oba. I think that would be there. I think I would. Hmm. I'm on the bubble here, but I'm going to say Grella. Wow. Dead. Good pick. Uh, that, yes. I'm going to say Grella instead of that. And a third one. Oh, man. Like, I just, I love midfielders so much more than forwards, really. Dare to Most Josie. of the time. Uh, that's tough. And I am not picking Josie. I, I don't, I just don't care for. I'll convince you eventually. Uh, no. <laughs> not this season <laughs> no, like in two I years think, i don't think you years. will oh, oh man let's go ahead and let you say yours while i think about that third one because this is kind of tough yeah mine mine in the order of it's kamara Ke- i'm sorry uh um uh, martin's keen and kamara the top three i think just because martin i mean you know that la versus seattle is going to be probably either four four or zero zero and i'm leaning more towards four four just because such high-powered offenses. And then Kamara is just scoring like crazy and playing against New York, whose defense is not very good, plus Miazga's out. I don't see how you couldn't pick Kamara. I, yeah, I was on the bubble with like Kamara or Wando, just as a Wando as kind of like a sleeper pick there since San Jose's been doing okay and Vancouver's not been awesome on the road. But uh, yeah, with, with the defensive woes, that uh, New York is probably going to be facing. I I think I would have to go with Kamara as my third pick. So, yeah, yeah. Oba and Kamara would would be. The so top it sounds two. like Oba is the consensus number one. Yeah, uh, L. A. has uh, not been great on the road. At least their last two games. Well, they've had two wins in their last six games on the road. So they're they're definitely not a road team as as we have seen. They. Uh, drew a game at home recently within the last couple they've had. So they, they can be scored on. We have seen it's their It's their scoring potential that we have yeah. to respect. And uh, Seattle isn't always able to prevent that, especially if, if they're uh, going to be missing a defender themselves. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Cause I was, uh, I had my punts before, you know, the unfortunate Chad Marshall injury came out and I was saying, that Zach Scott could be a really good punt this week. And a lot of people are like, no, because Marshall and um, Evans, you know, would be playing uh, center back. And unfortunately I feel I was to blame for Chad Marshall getting injured now. Uh, but now remember Brad Evans is also on Midfield. a yellow card. Warning. Oh, he's yeah. also on a yellow card one. I believe he's got four as well. So if, if he's going to be playing that more 
uh, center back position, which I like him at. He um, could be potentially out for one of those games at the end of the season. Potentially, yep. If he gets one of those cards, so so we have that. No, that was a good question. I I enjoyed that. Some of these price is not a, a an option or a, a factor. Questions can be interesting at times because yeah. it's uh, it, it just makes so much of a difference, especially with me being a big midfield fan. That's yeah, that's a, that's tough. That's tough. So now we're going to move on to our player picks. We have some questions in here as well that we'll be sure to, to ask. And in our keepers and defenders session section, the first question comes from ML Henderson. And uh, he says, I need to replace Miazga, which I'm sure a lot of people are going to be in this boat. Who do we like with a max price of 6.7? So how does that fit into your guys' budget? Yeah, uh, I would have said Ellis, um, but the fact that now SKC is playing 120 minutes, I'm going to move down to my two other picks, which would be um, I think Viafania is a really good shout too with his BP and attacking returns. But um, either Acosta or Atiba Harris, I think, are two fantastic pickups this week. Um, I know that I think I think Reed. Is is a uh, Harris? Is that your boy, or is Acosta your boy that you like? Acosta. Yeah, Acosta. I mean, either one, you know, I think could be, you know, a really good pick. Um, so flip the coin on those, but I think either one of those. Now he did only get twenty five minutes against LA, though. Acosta or Harris? Sorry, Acosta. Okay, and then Harris, I think had. He had a goal scored last week, but then they conceded three. But he's consistently getting pretty decent defending bonuses, so maybe you go with uh, with Harris. All right, but I mean, Acosta, he's, he's being worked back into the lineup. He, he didn't play in 29. I think he might have had a little bit of an injury or he wasn't available. I can't remember exactly. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no, I do I do like Acosta. He is uh, one of those rare attacking defenders that I, I will consider playing he's gotten a couple of goals he's gotten a few assists mostly because he's 6.3 that's a pretty decent price point though exactly yeah i like what you guys said i'm probably going via fine though i need to swap out a defender and he seems like a pretty good pick for this week just as a one-week punt uh yeah that's a they they got a really good matchup so yeah costa would definitely would have been my my pick there uh VFANYA is fine, especially considering the the amount of minutes sporting Kansas City players are going to have to play. Uh, both of those guys are 6.3. Harris is at uh, 6.5, and uh, they're they're well, not all of them. Harris and VFANYA are both over 100 points for the season. Acosta's at 82, so they can get some stuff done. Maybe you'll get lucky, get a clean sheet. So that those are definitely the top three guys I would be taking a look at. So with that being said. Guys, who are your defender and keeper picks for this round? I uh, I think that Bush is a great pick. I know most people either have Bush, Bingham, or um, Malia. Um, I'm going with uh, Bush on this one. And then my defender pick is, uh, I think, I think Francis uh, from San Jose, I think, has a a pretty solid. I think I'll have a pretty solid game too, uh, especially at home against a Vancouver side that doesn't look like they did earlier this season. Yep. Yeah, I'll go so with to San Jose. Yeah, I'll go with whoever you already have. Those are my picks because I don't. <laughs> think, I think your points on defenders are gonna like 
<laughs> honestly just be pretty low. I wouldn't spend a lot of time. So you're thinking you're about it. you're a total budget defender guy at this point. Just oh, just yeah. get some guys. Yeah. Just get some guys. Get some bodies who are like gonna play defense. Yeah. And you're also bushing the goal, or who do you like in the goal? Oh. Or do you have whoever you have who's playing? I have <laughs> Bingham, so I'm going to play Bingham. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I could oh. either I have Bingham yeah. or Bush, but I I, I got Toya and Francis, so I'm just banking on the the Montreal clean sheet over the San Jose clean sheet. I can go either way and have double. So I don't – I may just flip a coin and I don't even know. <sighs> uh, I also am, am looking at Bingham as as the keeper. I'm, I'm doing a rotation between Malia and Bingham right now and did not ex- anticipate playing – Sporting Kansas City at all because of, of the Open Cup round. So Bingham's my guy. Um, I am with Simon as far as the budget goes. I do have Tierney as my my top option. I'm I'm so, I like him against Chicago because I think there'd be some opportunities for him to, to move up there, maybe get an assist this this week. So Tierney is one that I would keep a lookout on, even though he has had some uh, rough results in his last couple. Of, of rounds he came away with uh two points in the second he set out of course the first double game week that they had in 29 he got two points in the second one then he got three points in philly uh they conceded in those games though so if they can keep a clean sheet against chicago which is not a possibility uh or if he can get some some good luck with some attacking points which is also a good possibility against chicago's defense i think he could be a nice little little pick otherwise yeah i'm a total value guy myself Moving on to midfielders, we have a couple of questions. Uh, first one comes from Stinsmaster42, and he wants to know, what do we do with Failhaber? And I'm going to add Piotti to that list as well. You should get them off your team right now. And why do you say that? Uh, dang, I was really hoping I wouldn't have to back that up. Always, always pushing it. Uh, I'll, ba- I'll back it up for you, Simon. Wait, I have, no, I can come up with it, I promise. Um because who are they again? Failhaber? Because he's going to have played 120 minutes. Uh, yeah, that seems good to me. And he's going to Portland. Uh, Piotti, because he hasn't played and his non-playing status scares me. So. Yeah, I'm I'm getting rid of them and considering. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure that you have Giovinco and Kleshin already in your lineup, and you're getting rid of David, or you want to get rid of Davis and Piotti. So I would – that's exactly what I'm getting rid of. Um, so I would definitely get in Valeri and then potentially get in, you know, a Diaz or a Castillo if you can fit them in your lineup if you have that cash. Um, or maybe even a – like for me to fit my budget of getting uh, Valeri, Legit, and Martins. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I think the – the 120 minutes is the the most um, weighty reason for dropping Failhopper this round. I mean, his his point production has still been fine. I think when you're looking over his his past weeks, uh, even even though he did miss this um, this past round, and so he he got just two points in in the previous round that he played, uh, which is round 29, he got 13 points. Before that, it was six, and then he had a, a few rounds of, of some subpar performances. But he's still able to get points. Uh, just like I said, from watching this this Open Cup game, I've not been super impressed with his involvement. So mm, maybe time to give him a little rest, let them recuperate over that uh, 
that bye week that everybody, pretty much everybody has, and then consider maybe picking him back up for uh, around 33. Piotti, uh, Jason's already mentioned how there's some questions with, with the family, which definitely should take precedence over anything. So I think we can start looking around for other options there. Valeri is, is the best, I think, option for swapping there. Um, if not, you maybe maybe can check out uh, Salinas again down at, at uh, San Jose with MPG out. He could get some more action, which we saw drop off when MPG came back. Uh, so that's another guy maybe could be a nice little sleeper for you. Dempsey too, if you if you want to go Dempsey over Martins. Expensive, but... So our uh, second question comes from PDX Soccer Dad, and I think this is going to be an easy one. He just says, is Question a must-have? 100%. He is the Benny of the second half of the season. <laughs> I don't know if that's quite fair. I mean, Benny's been pretty good Benny in the second half of the season too, but but I, I get the point. Yeah, Question's been been on fire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definite, definite yeses all around. He's He's just putting up the points, so run with the form. So with that being said, who do you guys have for uh, midfield picks this week? I think we all kind of – sorry, yeah. I'm like going out of all order. Of oh, Val- it's all good. Valeri? Did you, you said Valeri, Jason, right? Yeah? Yep, Captain Valeri. Valeri. Valeri's the pick. Valeri. And he's captain. So I'm going to press you guys a little bit. If people are dropping Benny and Davis, who's the second pick that you're going to go for? Money not an option or money is an option? Because I think uh, real, let's, let's look at let's look at similar money to to what people could be dropping. I mean, right now, Davis is at ten point seven, Benny's at ten point six. So give me a, a ten point five or less midfielder that you like. So I would say I would personally then say uh, um, Valerian. Then if you can, either um, I like Salinas as a as a pick, but I think also Diaz um, or. Uh, Actually, yeah. If you drop Benny, if you drop Davis and Benny, or I'm sorry, yeah, Davis and Piotti, you can get you can get Valeri and Castillo. So if my math serves me right, I'm really bad at math. Maybe, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I you, think Simon? I'm kind of on the same page as Jason there. Um, man, I'd love it if you could work something out to get Dempsey, but. Eh. I don't know. Well, that depends on how much money you have in your, yeah. in your bank. I mean, that's a fair pick. Dempsey, if you like, have the extra cash in your if bank. If you have the extra yeah. cash. Otherwise, I think that, like, basically all the midfielders who are around that same price are, like, you probably already have question. Um, exactly. I, I don't Finley. know. Like, there's just there's just not that many that I think are that great of picks. Um, you definitely have some punts, I think, in this category because you could go with Dos Santos, who got a goal and assist in his last game. He is at 10.5. Of oh, course, yeah. you have you have Lampard, who's at ten point one, and uh, he's he's recently been putting up some numbers. He has two goals and one assist with his last three games, so they'll they'll be playing DC, and so we know that DC's had some struggles as well. So and that might be delayed. So that might be that's definitely one to keep an eye out if you want to roll a dice on a New York City player. Uh, the the other option that you could always think of if you want to go heavy. Maybe Fagundes. He's a, a definitely a cheap one. He's had a couple of blanks these last two games, but Chicago. Sorry, Chicago, but Chicago. So <laughs> I, I think there's some options there if you're looking to maybe. I don't. I don't think differentiating at this point of the year is necessarily 
essentially are going to gain you a whole lot. But um, yeah, I, th- I think there's more choices if you want to kind of break the mold or just look for something different and not be cookie cutter, or if you're looking at a head to head. The GDS was a great. I didn't even. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I didn't think of him because I've, I've, had a, <laughs> I've, I've had a man crush on him since he came into the league. But that's yeah. That's you have. That's a that's a great pick. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's wrap out our our player picks. I guess we'll wrap out with captains. But uh, for forwards, we have a couple of questions here. Rolling Carey says, uh, "Am I crazy for thinking about dropping Drogba with uh, the form he's been in? I'm worried he may not hold up with the long travel and the crazy Florida heat." And so we touched on this earlier on. Uh, so explain why we think Drogba isn't okay to drop. Especially you, Simon. So I'm glad you're ta- uh, starting this one. Why? Because you did say, uh, even with all this form and all this stuff, you still think he's a viable option. Yeah, I think he's a great option. I mean, the thing to remember with Drogba is, like, we talk about him maybe, you know, resting, but I think we kind of laid out earlier, like, why we don't think he's going to rest, or at least why I don't think he's going to rest this specific round. Um the heat, that's kind of a good point that I didn't think of before. But at the same time, like, he's been playing for most of his career, sometimes two games a week because he's played in Champions League most of his career. Like, he's probably okay. I think sometimes, like, we, we're like, oh, Drogba's old. You know, he can't play anymore. Like, the guy is a professional soccer player who's played at the highest level for a long time. He can get it together when he needs to. That said, you're not crazy for thinking about dropping him. I don't know. It's an away fixture. I think you're always, like, okay with dropping any player when they've got an away fixture. Um, There's plenty of good forward options this round. I think you're fine either way, and I'm considering dropping him, even though I think he's a good option. I just think there might be better options, so. Well, first things first, I'm going to convince you not to drop him. Um (laughs) And second of all, I completely see your concerns and they're very valid. But at the same time, you said one word that stuck out to me, or I'm sorry, not a word, but part of your sentence was the form that he's been in. That's the word that to me means undroppable. Players, you want want to find players that are in the best form because they're scoring the most points. He's in his best form he's played uh, in MLS. So to me, I think it is kind of ridiculous to drop him right now. Why? Because you're going to punt on who? I mean, we went over our forward options, Oba, Keen, Kamara, and then I think Drogba would take fourth. But I think that you probably have other pressing issues like a Piotti or a Davis or maybe even somebody in your defense that needs more attention than dropping a Drogba who is in form. Very valid. Uh, yeah, I have nothing to add to the two statements you guys make. I think we did talk about it a little bit earlier. I will just highlight that I loved the back and forth on Reddit with this question because Rolling Carey is like, hey, the Florida Heat. Mr. Frumble PDX responds back, the man's from the Ivory Coast. I think he can handle the Florida Heat. <laughs> Rolling Carey says, I see your point. However, I'm from northernish Canada and I can't handle the cold. It just seems like such this is such an internet interaction right here. <laughs> I just want to – I love it. I love it completely. Thank you so much for, for that little moment. Uh, our second question comes from Crazy Something Normal, and uh, the, it is, is it worth switching out Keen for Obafemi, or am I just chasing points? So that's, that's a nice little question there because we were just highlighting both of those players in some of our picks. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. It just really depends. I don't, I don't think that that's worth switching it out for. I think that – if you want to switch out Drogba for Keen, okay, I could see that. Um, but 
if you have, I think, in my opinion, I mean, if this is, if this is really what's on your plate and what's on your mind of switching this out, I think that you should maybe reevaluate and look because I think there's other, I think there's other options on your team that you could really make more significant changes than Obafemi to Keen. Um, but like, a, like I said, I don't know what your team looks like, but um, we're always chasing points somehow. You're bringing in Laren because he got a hat trick last week. You're bringing in Drogba because, you know, he scored a hat trick. I mean, we're always chasing points because that, that dictates form. Because so, love points. Exactly. So I don't think you do Obafemi to Keen. I think you maybe get someone else to Keen if you can. A Drogba to Keen or, hey, bring in Giovanni Dos Santos for Piatti so you get your LA coverage. Boom, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Keen of... definitely has. He's had a dry spell for a little bit. Uh, he did score a couple, a goal and assist this last round, but that was after three games of nothing. Oba's been scoring goals for what Simon six games in a row now, something five, like that. Five, four, five. Yeah, something. Five. It's it's yeah. been a whole bunch in a row. So, um, uh, and they're away. I, I just I, I definitely value the home forward yeah. over the away forward in a situation like this, especially yeah. with. Uh, the, uh, if if form was not if they were both more even in form, that's just icing. But um, all things being the same, I would I always go myself with the, the home over the away. So yes, it is worth switching him out for Oba. Is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm saying no. I'm saying Oba being at the home forward. No, yeah. So I would switch, say it's, it's not worth it. switching out Keen for Oba, like getting Oba. Oh damn it! I read that wrong again. Is that like? <laughs> sorry, I was super I just, confused by that whole conversation. I was like, "Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about, Reed?" <laughs> yes, I am saying yes. It's worth yes. it. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, like I said, I'm I'm like watching the open cup watching game and the, and the cup, one yeah. screen, and I'm flipping back and forth between our, our rundown here. And so <laughs> I'm a so little. So you think I'm it's worth divided. it? Yes. Yeah, so wait. So you so you would you would switch them out for Oba. Yeah, yeah, I would drop Keen for Oba for this. Just, just um, like I said, the form is icing on the cake for what he's been scoring. Uh, all things being equal, I would, I would value the the yeah. O. Whoa. Sorry, uh, Philly almost got it. Oh wait, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's worth. Oh, I read. It. I'm the idiot that read it wrong. Jason, I yeah, he was I was right. So Oba for Keen. What would you I'm do, Jason? Idiot. I would. Okay, I would. I if I have Oba, I would keep Oba. If I have Keen, I would get Oba. Ooh, really? I would keep whoever you have. To be honest, I think well, that it's it, going to be like you said. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game, and I think you're yeah. probably going to be okay with whoever you have. But that's just yeah. my gut feeling, and there's like no data behind that, so it's probably dumb. <laughs> well, no crazy I, drop king, get Oba, pick up Dos Santos. Boom. No, yes. but, 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 the, the, but, but but see, that's what I was saying. I mean, if you have either one, you're you you kind of have an embarrassment of riches if you can get both of them. But it just depends <laughs> on it. Just depends on what your what your what the rest of your lineup dictates. Cause if you have Piotti or Davis, I would probably get those two out before getting, you know, another forward like that. Like for me, I'm probably going to take a negative four to get Martins in, but I think that you're in good shape if you have Martins or Keen this week because they're going to score. Yeah. There you go. With that being said, who are your forward picks guys for this round and price is an issue. So think about the budgets. Hmm. Um, I have Drogba and Akam, and I'm keeping them both. I don't think that they're the best picks. I still like, what's that order I gave earlier? Bradley Wright, Phillips, Josie Altador, Obafemi Martin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I got, I got uh, BWP Drogba, and I'm gonna get Martins. So, but I really think that. I mean, we already kind of went over the order. I think 
I think you can't go wrong if you have Oba, Keen, and pick your other pick your poison. Yeah. Kamara, whoever a, else. A, a Drogba. Forward. Yeah, exactly. Uh, currently, I have Drogba and Quincy. And I was telling Jason before the show started, I, I'm thinking about just riding Quincy for the rest of the season because, I mean, well, one, he was uh, the first guest that we ever had on the show. So that's that's one thing. He's our boy. But um, he had some great form when he first came to San Jose. A little bit of off, but he's got a goal and assist in his last two games. The, the schedule that San Jose has for the rest of the season uh, kind of depends on what's going on. Vancouver's definitely a winnable game, depending on what happens in Kansas City. That's, that's something because their form's been a little bit off, and they wrap up with Dallas. That might be the toughest one, so he may be out by then. But he's so cheap. He's 7.0. It really frees you up for a lot of other – just moves with your team, especially for someone like myself who's going with five midfielders right now. Um, he, he's an option I just really like for opening it up. And I guess a com is kind of down there in that range. Chicago has some some budget guys too, but I just I just like Quincy's involvement a lot more and San Jose, who's who's right there on the bubble trying to break it into the playoffs. So you know they're going to be bringing it. Uh, other than that, I I am seriously considering dropping Drogba for someone like Oba or maybe a Kamar. It just depends on kind of what what that feels like. That was my, my pitch for Quincy right there. <laughs> I don't know if I'd bring him in unless you're really trying to make some some budget stuff up. But uh, during the wild card time, more which we'll talk about next week, uh, he's definitely one to consider. So wrapping all this up, who do you guys like for your captain so far for this round? Well, here's the thing: I gotta defer this one to Jason because I kind of stole his thunder on midfield picks. So I know we're both gonna say, <laughs> the, say the same thing. So you gotta do it this time. Captain Valeri, I think yeah. that that's I think that in my I got a gut feeling about Valeri, and now especially with Kansas City going 120 minutes, I really think that Valeri is gonna explode. Yep, he's been he's been for those of you who may not have been keeping up with Valeri over his past oh how many games has it been? I just had uh, it pulled up. So Valeri's had. Uh, let's see. Actually, I wrote it. I wrote it on Reddit um, on the games he's played. So, in the I think last, it's been like six or seven. Yeah. So, so starting at game week thirty, going down, he's had six, four, seven, nine, eight, eight, three, four, three, eight. So, I mean, the last one, two, three, four, five. The last six games, he's had one four-point game, six, seven. He's had four assists in in six games. Yeah, exactly. So, and and in one of those yeah. games that he had no assist, he got enough bonus points to earn seven points still. So he's exactly. he's getting back to the form that we re- remember from last season. Exactly. And he's pretty much just back from injuries now because he didn't really start coming back playing full games until round eighteen. Um, so yeah, he's he's really only really been available to us this second half of the season, and that's well needed by Portland. So I, I think guy might actually support this with us of, of having a glimmer of hope for Valeri. Yep. Uh, I'd, I'd go with him as well. He's burning up all the competition in the captain poll right now at r slash fantasy MLS. So if you haven't gone there yet, be sure to uh, take a little peek and vote in the poll, post what you think. But uh, he's he's... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought he was leaning, but it's actually Javinko who is tearing it up in the fantasy poll. He's right above Valerian. I just read that wrong, but uh, I don't know. I think people are discounting that. Sorry, fantasy MLS. You guys got to gotta think about these things. 
But Philly, I mean, Philly at home. Yeah, I mean, they, you, can't, you can't argue with both of them. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's true. Hard decisions. Oof, Geo's tempting too. Oh. I this, don't know. And, uh, it, you know. It's a good point. This is Philly's season for this game right now. So, because uh, they're not making the playoffs. But no, uh, no I guess, they're not. So I guess te- technically they could, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but so this this is their season right now. This, yeah, this true. Open Cup. So yeah, I guess Jamaica not that bad. We know he's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. So the last the last two games, you think go Tom ten can. and seventeen points. That's and it was a home game too. Have them both. Yeah, yeah. captain, vice captain. <laughs> Figure out. Uh, so that's all we have for our, our picks tonight. Uh, we're gonna have our quick little community time uh, for the R slash fantasy league top score. This round goes to Joe Noon, who is the manager of Cynic Al. With 125 points, which was just one point off from uh, the top score of this round. So, congrats, man. That's, that's an awesome result. An awesome result. And then in the uh, MLS Fantasy Insider Head to Head League, the host, the host league, um, Simon had the best score, like he already mentioned, with 115 points. Unfortunately, Travis and I also won our games. So, uh, it, the the ranks still stand with Travis at first, Simon at second, and I am the third. So it's coming down to pretty the wire. close, pretty close. I know it's it's getting really close. You guys both have, I think, nineteen wins, and I'm and I'm eighteen wins uh, and one loss. So it's it's been um or one one draw. So it's been a pretty pretty tight thing coming down at the end. Definitely gonna look forward to doing this again next year with uh, some of the more regular guys. We'll get you in there, Jason. Get guy in there and <sighs> finally. <laughs> Maybe get a couple of listeners in on this too, and, and see how that how that goes down. So uh, now we're going to wrap it all up. Uh, just want to re- remind everyone we had uh, Skyler on the show last week, so be sure to check out DraftKings.com. Uh, I was at MLS Fantasy Boss chat last week, and uh, Rub- Rubrics had made a comment that he had already won a couple hundred dollars that that week. So lots of the guys there are getting some good results. So stop by, join the chat, see what people are thinking, pick their brains. Maybe you can also benefit from some of those things. I just made an account today, so I can't comment on really how it works. But, uh, yeah, it seems like it's worth taking, taking a little peek. Uh, be sure to stop by r slash fantasy MLS to vote for your fantasy MLS blog of the year. Uh, even though fantasy football first is pretty much running away with it right now, you can make uh, some other websites maybe feel a little bit better about it and, uh, <laughs> and vote. But so, yeah, go down there and vote. It'll, it's, it's fun. It's fun to get involved. And be sure to follow us all on Twitter with our, our usual handles. I don't think anybody's manned up and, and changed their name yet. No, nah, people still need to suggest some for me, though, because I actually do want to change my handle. He's gonna. It's you're gonna end up being uh, because MLS. That's gonna be your at because. I wonder if that's available. Because MLS. That's actually pretty good. (laughs) Dang, I gotta look. Uh, What about you guys? You have any plugs for anything? None for me. Yeah, just just stop by. uh, You know, uh, MLSFantasyBoss.com. Check out the articles. A lot of great stuff on there. Uh, It's pretty much updated. I'd say pretty dang close to daily with new articles and content. Uh, I know we're getting close to the end of the season, but it's a lot of the same stuff we say here, but it's down on paper so you can bookmark it, like it, <laughs> tell your friends about it, leave comments. So, I will say that that it, it did get a little bit slower whenever we had these big massive double game week turnarounds, but the the fancy charts are back up for this round. The the ELO charts are back up there. Jason's punts are up there, and then you can probably expect a captain poll to get posted up there soon as well. So yeah, stop by and if nothing else, do the live chat. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, we're always fun. on it. So So thanks a lot everyone. Uh we hope that this helped you with your picks and good luck.